Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League. This episode is a little less, uh, what would you say, well-constructed as the other ones. We are cut for time this week, so it is me and Nick in studio. Johnny is still extremely Secret Dragon. Secret Dragon. Isn't that a perfect nickname yeah, for him? that is so perfect. When he when he texted the group chat and was like, yeah, I'm not going to be there. I'm out of... Um, out of town for work Monday through Thursday. Yeah. It's like that's uh, no total me- secret, Jack. No meat on the bones. Now where he's going? Yeah. Not Now what he could possibly be doing? It is just straight up like he he might as well be in like the CIA and be like 007. Yeah. He might be. He might have a license to kill. And I I straight up told him I was like oh also you're doing secret dragon this week huh and no response from him yeah. so no 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 confirmation no denial nothing so yeah. I I think that like is a, a good sign that we're it's on the right the track. Because the CIA is hacking his phone like hey you're not allowed to spill the beans yeah don't do you that you can't you can't tell us what the next like double chalupa chicken <laughs> bento box whatever from Taco Bell's coming on anything food related. I mean do you notice like half the times I say like our food current events he's like. It's yeah. like it's like how long have you known about his secret dragon? Um, he's got some insider source, or it's just him. And then, I would say Elder Dragon is going to be Beer's nickname for Dragon. He's Elder Dragon because he's like the he's like the leader of us welcoming into the Dragon Palace. Like okay. he is he is passing down all of his dragon knowledge uh, to us. Okay, he's the wise old master. So we might have a double episode this week, but just in case we're not, we'll we'll say where he is. So he which we need to him to tell the story. I don't care when our next episode is. So he planned a trip to Seattle for his for Valentine's Day with him and his girlfriend. And I don't know how he swung this, but he ended up at the Dragons game. Yeah. And the craziest part is the game was at 4, mm-hmm. or 4 our time. Their flight was at 10, Chicago time. 10 p.m. or a.m.? A.m. A.m., okay. So... They must have landed in Seattle, like Literally. checked into the hotel, and then went straight to the Dragons yeah. game. So it's like, how did he swing? Yeah, they they might not have even checked into the hotel. I don't know if you've ever uh, flown into Seattle, but the um, the football stadium is like on the way. It's on the train from um, the airport to the city. It's like on the way there. So you can get to it pretty quickly from the airport, but to go all the way to the city wherever they were staying and then back out, they might not have even done that. They might have just been like, all right, let's just go straight to the Do they the play game. where the Seahawks play? Yeah. Actually? Yeah. They play in the Hawks Nest? Yeah, that's where most of the XFL teams are playing or in uh, either in soccer stadiums or football stadiums. Like the Battle Hawks play in the old, you know, uh, St. Louis Rams stadium and they just don't sell tickets in the upper deck. Oh, I knew that. That that blows my mind. Yeah. Okay. Where else would they? I mean, where else are you gonna play? Though? Oh, I thought it was gonna be like a soccer stadium okay. or like maybe a college stadium. Okay. May I don't think because it sure looks it completely the- different without it being like full on NFL. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that they play in. Um, I mean, I trust you. Yeah. And we and don't they, have Johnny here to to fact check or yeah. verify, so I'll just uh, take so my yeah, word so for it. Elder Dragon was at the game. Uh, he was live texting. I was going to say tweeting, but no, he was live just texting us updates as if we weren't watching the game, which I respected because yeah. we were watching the game. And so like an interception would happen. And I think his one text was like, hey, it's really cold out here. Also, Brandon Silvers is sucking yeah. right now. <laughs> um, that was a crazy game. Yeah. 
Should we get into it? Let's let's get straight. Well, no, 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 I'm sorry. We even skipped over how was your weekend? Oh, yeah, the weekends. Um, my weekend was good. Um, I had a party at my apartment. Um, my roommate and I did. Uh, his birthday was over the weekend, and mine was um, you know, a week and a half or two weeks ago now. Oh, it was Charlie's birthday as well? Yeah, his was the 15th proper. Oh, shit. So uh, it was a joint. And it was one of his sister's birthday is around this time, too. So Are they like, twins? Uh, no. Oh, no. Just big joint birthday party twins um, basil twins basil uh, <laughs> so, uh, that was a lot of fun uh, just having people over and the idea was we had a bunch of beer that Charlie had gotten from his um, his boss at work so um, like leftover from one of their parties or something oh, like okay. that like here just take this beer and we're like yeah of course and we've been working our way through it for like the past month and we're like oh we'll have a party and that'll get rid of all of the the beer and the booze and everything like that Mm-hmm. Um, we ended up with more beer and booze than when we started. Like we've got like five bottles of vodka, all of which have like a full on stockpile. Yeah. I stockpile, like, like all this stuff. And it's like, I don't even drink vodka. We've got whiskey, tequila. Cause we were taking tequila shots. So we're going to have to have another party. Yeah. Um, tequila shots every hour. We're gonna have to have another party just to get rid of all that booze. So, um, but it was fun. I was hung over <laughs> all day yesterday. Um, and into today, which was rough. Um, I was mentioned to you earlier, I started a new part-time job a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm slowly getting back into like, oh, the weekends and then the weekdays and Sunday scaries and everything like that. And I, I hadn't worked for six months, so I haven't had Sunday scaries in forever. And the last night I was getting them. I was yeah. like, oh man, I got so much to do. Did or you I've do got- that like where you're just laying in bed, staring at the ceiling, thinking about everything you've done wrong? Yeah. It was on the couch during the day. It wasn't even, it, oh, I didn't it was, even make oh. it tonight. It was like I took a nap. I woke up probably around five on the couch. I'm just like, oh fuck. Just so dripping much. sweat. Yeah. yeah. I, know, I know exactly what you're talking but about. But it, it, I also like, I work. I'm only working like 25 hours a week, so it's not even like a real yeah, full-time you're, you're job. Transitioning back into it, yeah. So that exactly. 25 hours is basically 80 hours. Yeah, that's what it feels you're like. You're working overtime. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Uh, my weekend was good. We had some sad family news. Um, yeah. My uncle Joe Bria, so that's also my name. Uh, he passed away. Um, it was it was um, not really saw it coming, so it was a bit of a shocker. Yeah. Um, one of the coolest guys I've ever met. Um, he used to always joke when I was a kid that anytime I did bad, since his name was Joe Brie, he said, I have the power. I could take that name away from you. And I was like, oh my <laughs> God. Um, he, uh, was drafted in Vietnam. He fought in Vietnam. Wow. Uh, he has a purple heart. Um, one of the best people I've ever got to know. I'm very glad that I at least got to meet or meet him. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's actually why we're doing this on Monday because I have the service, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we're doing a family gathering on Thursday. But besides that, I didn't do too much. Just yeah. chilled, you know. Uh, talked to my family a lot. Got to see them. Uh, yeah. On Friday, me and Kayla celebrated Valentine's Day at our place. Her mom made us a lasagna, Ooh. which was very good. It's It wasn't like any authentic lasagna that I've ever had, but it was still very good. Okay, like saying that it wasn't authentic or just there was something different about it? Like or it wasn't like, authentic lasagna, and I feel like a lot of, definitely Kayla, and like a lot of people, like because I am 100% Italian, like anytime we do any like Italian food, they're like, how does this compare to like your home cook or this? And like the funniest part is my mom has never made lasagna. Really? Yeah, and so... Well, yeah, that's that's like a specific region of Italy, yeah, right? like my does grandma lasagna. used to, both yeah. my grandmas used to make lasagna, but it's like my mom never did, and so it's like... Lasagna is different. Yeah, it wasn't like super authentic, but it doesn't mean it's not good. Yeah. 
Like it can st- it can be new age yeah. or like have a, like, have your own what do you spin think about on it. Like, it oh, it's really good. good. Like, oh, is it authentic? Like, no, it's not authentic. Like, <laughs> like normally you don't put like ground beef, but it's like it was good. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I thought it was great. She, uh, I don't know if she made her own gravy, but the gravy was good. Cheese on top was really good. So that was very nice for her. We did um, asparagus on the side, but here's the funniest part. Mm. So Kayla likes this one type of wine. I can't think of the exact name of it. I just know like the label. Okay. It says like Italy and then like a year. Sure. And um, it's clear. Like it's a white wine, but it looks like you're drinking water. Okay. And I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. Yes, I'm colorblind, and I know like <laughs> I might be possibly seeing some. So I asked like eight people. I was like, real quick, look at this. And they're like, oh, did you pour water? And it's like, thank, thank you. Thank you. Because yeah. it it really it was good. It's good. Don't get me wrong. But it's just it's it's like this. Yeah. It like it's looks just like, like water. So, I would say, did you do like a side by side? Like yeah. here's a here's a glass of water. Here's a glass of that wine. And it's, so it, it looked like water. So that was wow. a little weird. And uh, I'm not like the biggest wine guy. Yeah. But uh, it, w- it wasn't bad. It was just the clearness was just odd to me. Because I was like, is that what the guy's going for? Is that some with the grape? Like, I need more. Yeah. How did you get to this? You know, I was like reading on the bottle. It was like, nothing. Yeah. Nothing about it. It's like, you're not going to bring up the biggest <laughs> point. It would be like if I gave you a whiskey that was like straight black. And you're like, oh, like what what's made? Yeah. What's like what used to this? make this? whiskey and you're like i don't know and you're like whoa whoa, whoa 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 you can't just do that i'm gonna drink this i don't even know yeah. what, what's causing this no. it's like if you got moonshine and it was like brown you're like well shouldn't it be clear and they're like well not mine you're like well what do you do to it like it's, <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to kill me yeah so that was fun and then um we uh we watched uh she wanted to watch the joker so we watched the joker nice i don't know if uh, you've seen your, joker that was your valentine's day movie yeah she wanted to watch it okay so should we watched what did we watch before that oh we've been watching the outsider on HBO, I don't know if you've seen it. It's no. unreal. It's so good. What is it? So about? it's so it's Stephen King, and I'm gonna try to explain without giving anything away. So basically, it's a murder happens, but it's not what it seems. Okay, all that's right. like all I can really say without giving it all uh, away. Pretty on much. HBO. Yeah, right. I would highly recommend it. It has Jason Bateman. It has um, the guy from Batman that talks to Bane. I can't think of his name, but he's a good actress. Or actor. Um, and then there's a woman in the show. I've seen her in other things, but I couldn't tell you her name. Mm-hmm. She is unreal okay. in this show. She plays like a PI, but the PI is like like weird. Really? Like definitely on the spectrum, but it's like she's like the like a rain man type thing where it's like, you know, when he drops the toothpick and he's like twenty four. It's like, how'd you know that? And it's like like that type of weird. Okay. But it's like She's got some sort of like really good spy sixth sense almost. Yeah. And so okay. she like is brought in to like shed some light and then that's like goes on another thing. But the actress that plays her, I couldn't even tell you her name, but she is super good. Okay. So yeah. I would highly Outside recommend of. that. We'll yeah, we watched that and then we watched Joker because she wanted to watch Joker. But then the whole time she was like, oh man, this is so sad. I was like, I don't know what you expected. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I surprised like on, like on the Valentine's Joker, Day. The Joker is like, yeah. always about like, you know, someone that's like one bad day turns you into like a psychopath. So I don't know what she thought was going on. It, and it was a really good movie. Yeah. No, yeah. It was enjoyable, but it's hard to get through. And afterwards you don't feel great. So you kind of need like a palate no. cleanser, a happy movie afterwards or something. Yeah. So after that, we watched The Office. Oh, there you go. She's like, yeah, we can't. Go can't, straight to sleep. I was like, yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's how it goes. Nice. Um, and that's then good. Sunday, yeah, we, or no, I'm sorry, that was also Saturday. So we watched the XFL. Yes. So let's get in. Let's let's huddle up. 
Let's get into the dragon's den. Yeah, let's do it. We're um, you know, we're gonna talk like a dragon here, even without um, beer here. Who usually instead of play like a dragon, is that what you're going yeah, to talk, talk like, like a dragon? dragon. Yeah, it, it works. It works for everything. No, that's really good. Um, yeah. So the game, hey, first win, mm-hmm. first uh, big win, undefeated at home, <laughs> beat Mark Tressman's team, which yeah. feels good as a Bears fan. Um, and again, Mark Tressman supposed offensive guru uh not scoring very many points um so yeah that was all good first half i didn't watch too much of it but watching the highlights seemed very boring not much happened three nothing at halftime i think is what it was yeah it was rough yeah not too much uh but turned it on the second half um you know brandon silver's not looking great but Got the job done, made some big plays, made some big throws. Mm-hmm. Defense stepped up big time with a couple um, interceptions, um, one right at the the goal line to return for a touchdown and everything like that. Yeah. So, you know, defense is playing well. They're running the ball well. It was exciting. They got a win. I, overall, that's pretty good. So as much as I love the Dragons, um, which I do. Yeah, we all do. What is my Dragon nickname? Ooh. So we have Father Dragon, Secret Dragon, Elder Dragon. Um, crap. We gotta come up. Yeah, with we gotta something. come up with yeah, something. Yeah, we'll work on it. We'll uh, think I, about well, it. I want to. I want to say like something like Leader Dragon or Papa Dragon because you're like you know the the organizer of the podcast and uh-huh. everything like that. But if you've already got he, but but you know what I mean when I say like Bear's Elder Dragon. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he's, he's like the wise man dragon, the, the wise shaman. Yeah. yeah, that's like leading the the tribe. Exactly. I mm-hmm. agree. But I feel like that would be fitting for you as well but if you're already, already calling me father and him elder then we'll have to kind of yeah. a, italian dragon either way <laughs> secret dragon's the best secret one. dragon secret dragon because sure. i mean dude where is this guy yeah like like he just james he Bond. just doesn't show up and his excuses are really weird like sometimes we'll be like five minutes before we record and he'll just straight up be like can't make it yeah what what <laughs> yeah it's because he's in like portugal like strangling someone in a bathroom <laughs> but as much as i love the dragons the betting league that we're in, we decided actually to go further than just football, and we're going to go all the way to the March Madness and the end of XFL. And so this week, after last week's debacle of the Dragons and how they clearly looked, I wasn't you know as high and dry as the Dragons from like a betting perspective. Sure. Obviously, I was like, go Dragons, fight like a dragon, once yeah. a dragon, always a dragon. For sure. And in our group text... Uh, Johnny messaged for the first time all year in the betting chat. And Tom said, you know, bet, I think he said 30 bucks. Or no, he wanted to bet 50. And I was like, dude, like, you're killing me. Like, 50 on what? 50 on the dragon, straight up. Dragon's money line? Yeah. And so I was like, oh, man, I don't know. And um, Johnny came out of blue, secret dragon again, and just goes, double it. (laughs) First text. All season. So, like, think of how long football was. Yeah. We bet every single week multiple yeah. games. All the way this back is to his, September. This, yes. is, this is his six f- months now. Yes. Yeah. His first time texting, and he literally just says, double, double. it. <laughs> and so that obviously, that obviously gets people hype in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> and they're putting a lot of pressure on me because I have the login. And they're like, you got to double it. Double it again. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, I'll bet 60 on it. And I was like, okay, okay, fine. We'll bet 60. And so I placed the $60 bet. And just watching that game, it was so brutal to watch. Yeah. It was like, there's something about the XFL. Because some quarterbacks actually in the league have been looking decent. Cardell Jones has been good. Um, 
the one for the Roughnecks has actually been pretty decent. I can't think of his name. But Brandon Silvers and the Vipers, like that first half was... The defenses looked good, but I think it's because the offenses look so bad. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. They weren't they weren't helping them at all with their quarterback play. And then just throughout the game, it's just I, I think what we've seen from obviously we don't have a ton of data out there of what we can say is like we're trying to make like future thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. But between the first two games, what I've noticed between or for the Dragons is their big play they're a big play team. Yeah. Where they don't have a lot of good strings, they're not getting a lot of first downs, they're not um I thought once they really went for the run, oh, they yeah. really started opening up the offense, they were stringing which I thought was really good. Yeah, um, Silver's missed a couple of like play actions when we st- really got the run going, mm-hmm. but there's a couple like big passes each week. Yeah, that was leading us to like getting the lead and stuff. Um, we saw a two point conversion finally. Yeah, finally, the, um, and, it, still, and it was good. It was a still good, no three. It, it was a good play, and it mm-hmm. was a good time to do it. And they went up. That was when they went up. What like fourteen six or something yeah. like that. So or fourteen nine. The, yeah. w- the one I didn't get though is when it was nine, nine nothing. We scored a touchdown, mm-hmm. and they went for two instead of three. Yeah, I I think it's just got to be something with um, percentages there. You think so? Well, okay, because. Let's think about it. A, a two-pointer is from the five-yard line. A three-pointer is from the ten-yard line. Yeah. So, which is honestly kind of weird. You would think that it would be like seven or eight, or just or like um like if if two from the five-yard line. If you're doubling the the size, that it would be four points. You know, mm-hmm. like f- five yards versus ten yards. Mm-hmm. So it's almost kind of might be the best like statistically to go for the two pointer from the five yard line every time, just in terms of, okay, what's our likelihood of actually getting five yards. And if we do it, you know, roughly 50% of the time, you know, is that better than going for one? Or, you know, if we go for three, getting 10 yards, you know, that's probably way less than 50% or something like that, especially because the defense knows exactly what you're doing. It's like, you have to get 10 yards Mm -hmm. here. Exactly. Um, So I, I think it's probably going to be something with percentages there. I mean, I think as the season goes on, not just for the Dragons, but for the entire XFL, we'll start to see like kind of what the trends are uh, just as more data kind of comes out. But I think probably what, based on all that, what we'll see most often is teams going for two from the five-yard line. What it almost seemed like to me is like if you watch like a boxing match or UFC is a lot less time because there's only three five-minute rounds, but a boxing match is, you know, could be up to 15 rounds. Mm-hmm. Um you you see the like feel out period if that makes sense and I feel like the coaches are feeling out still yeah like what to do in certain situations because the whole like we we saw it a lot this weekend is the punt mm-hmm. it's because it can't go out of bounds it's got to go a certain distance it can't go in the end zone mm-hmm. so four down territory is a lot it's a lot more likely in the XFL which is it almost seems like they're playing like Madden. Cause you ever you ever play Madden? Oh, of up? course. Yeah. I'm I'm like very bad at Madden, so I've never liked it, but I enjoy like watching it. And it's like I always hated the someone that was like doesn't matter the yardage. It's like fourth and fifteen, and they'd always go for it, and they'd always do like the four verticals A. Yeah. And they'd always hit him over the middle for the first down. It's like that's what it <laughs> seems like the XFL's doing. Yeah. And there's a certain amount of like the rule changes that the more I see them, the more I like. Mm-hmm. Like I'm. I'm kind of getting into the kickoff rule. Yeah, it's like you were saying last week. It's definitely weird 
just not seeing anybody move, but it is like there all of a sudden becomes strategy, not just, hey, you got just boot it as far as you can and we'll take it from the 20 or the 25, whatever it is. It's It's because I don't I don't like the idea of taking it out. I know that that's been a talk in the NFL. We're just taking out kickoffs in general. I don't like that because that can have some crazy, exciting plays. Like when the Bears versus the Colts in the Super Bowl and Devin Hester returned that opening kick. Yeah. Like that was probably the most hype. Um, like non like winning yeah play that I've seen especially for the Bears that entire game that was like that was peak yeah. like we're I mean, gonna we're, we we're gonna win this game for sure yeah, there wasn't a doubt in my mind downhill. that we we won that game until then I mean yeah. I wish it was just a three minute game yeah um, <laughs> but I see where the NFL is getting at with the whole like everyone's getting injured. Mm-hmm. on kickoffs and that's why it's like Antonio Brown was the last true superstar that played another position that was a returner mm-hmm. you know it's like Devin Hester was a true like returner turned wide receiver you're not going to see any of your crazy good offensive players become a returner yeah but that's because you know you're running so far and you're actually able to get so much momentum it seems like a lot of these hits yes we've seen some hard ones but most of the hits on this new kickoff they're just knocking the guy down there yeah. hasn't been an injury yet, which I, I, I think that's what I appreciate it more. And yeah, it's just the first week. Mm-hmm. It just took me a while. Yeah, it's just because it's just weird. like, what are you doing? Move, yeah. <laughs> go get him. Like, what are you doing? Like, you what? have to. Yeah, yeah. And so, especially from like a fan standpoint of like the kickoff is like the you know everybody's getting rowdy, especially if you're at home, and then you kick off like go, let's fucking get him, go. Yeah. And then to have that moment, just be like, okay, now we're sitting here for another five seconds while yeah. the ball's in the air. Kind it's like of, where you see yeah. people where you're like the oh uh, yeah, and then you got to be like, hold your breath for a second, one, two, three. Okay, he okay. caught it. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Um, another rule that I, or one other thing that I thought they changed up a lot from the first week is the amount of interviews on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, dude, let's be honest. How young is this league? Yeah. I mean, really, they only thought of this league coming back two years ago. Yeah. That's not a long time. That's I mean, not at all. The, the NFL just celebrated their hundredth year. Yeah. So comparatively, I think yeah, they learned a child. lot from the first episode. Or I'm sorry, the first week. Mm. Um, my new favorite thing is I love the talk between the ref and the um replay official upstairs yeah that is the coolest thing i like them actually having the banter going back and forth hey what did you see what did i say hey this is what i see okay at this point did he control the ball stuff like that that's like because dude have have the time during challenges you're watching it and it's always a terrible anchor and you're like dude i have no idea which way this play is going to go so it's cool to hear them talk yeah it's nice it creates like transparency and you know a little bit more accountability on what the the refs are actually seeing and Mm -hmm. what they're making their decision off of because like you said usually during an nfl game they'll have an extra guy who works for uh, whoever's broadcasting, like Mike Pereira or something like that, is like, hey, you used to be uh, a ref for 30 years. What do you think's happening here? What are they talking about? And he gives this his opinion. And then nine times out of 10, they come out and they give some other, they say mm-hmm. some, something completely different than what he was seeing. So like, I really hope that, I don't know if there's going to be any sort of like crossover from XFL into NFL as far as like, oh, here's some things that we could potentially change, like some lessons yeah. that can be learned. It, seems like probably likely not just because like you they said, don't they, want to admit defeat yeah they don't want to admit defeat they're a much older you know uh league than the xfl obviously so um you know probably not going to happen but that can be something that would be really easy to implement that would you know make people and make teams probably trust refs a little bit more at least understand their logic yeah i think the main thing that i've been hearing from like other people watching it um 
like I, I was watching the game with Kenny and Connor, and like you know, Kenny's not a big sports guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Connor likes sports, but it's like Kenny doesn't doesn't really like it. But he saw that uh, he saw one of them where they were reviewing a play and they were talking about it, and he was like, "That's sick." Yeah, he's like, "I can get on board with that." He's like, "That's cool." He liked that. Um, I've heard a lot of people like, "I love that they bring up the gambling." Mm-hmm. It's because I feel like the NFL shies away from that, but it's such a big part of the game that you know is happening. Yeah. It's like every game has a line. Every game is an over-under. Every game has so many prop bets. Yeah. It's like, don't you want to hear someone mention that? Like, if you hit an over, like when uh, the under hit, and and the guy was like, ooh, I bet a lot of guys who had the over beating their heads against the wall now. Like, that's funny. Yeah. Like, and It doesn't really detract from the game either. I mean, it's, no. you know, just little quips here and there and just having it up on the screen and everything, especially mm-hmm. when uh, sports gambling is starting to become, you know, more widespread. Like, yeah. it's, it's legal in New Jersey. In, yeah. It's legal in Indiana. Like, literally, you can... It's legal here now. It is now? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. After Jan 1. Okay, wow. So, there you go. Mm-hmm. Then, I just... I think I'm more even more hyped about the league as it keeps i think it's becoming more fine-tuned more polished Mm -hmm. and i think that's definitely going to take it might even take a full season i'm not it might take two seasons yeah but i i just think i think i said it last week i love that they're instead of doing trying to be like an extra football league they're trying to be different than the nfl yeah it's like i think that's what one of the reasons the afa a AF failed it's because they were just trying to be an off-season NFL Mm -hmm. and that's not going to get you there you got to do these rule changes you got to do something that you think can get like I'm not going to lie the gambling thing is probably the smartest thing they did in this league because the average fan that bets on football all year round that's like oh man I can go for an over right now and then you're like oh I can bet on this they talk about it like there's live lines so right there yeah I, yeah, I definitely think. I'm excited um, to see where it goes. It's yeah, the the rule changes like we've talked about before. They think that they add a lot of excitement to the game. They're trying to take I think the most exciting parts of the regular game of football and really amp those up. Um, kind of and like you said, the AAF didn't really do a good job of that. Um, whereas I think maybe like the Arena Football League, you know, from years ago did a pretty decent job of it. Mm-hmm. You know, they had no out of bounds. The field was much shorter. The the field goals were a lot. Um, skinnier you know you could get a running start i'm pretty sure if you're a wide receiver yeah. before the play and everything like that like all with the idea of we want high scoring we want as many points as possible we should have 100 point games between the two teams no yes. problem is kind of what the arena football league was going for so obviously xfl is not that extreme but i think that they're um they've kind of trying to find a like a better alternative to than just being like you said an off-season nfl i think whatever you think about this league you got to at least respect that they are not just following in the NFL shadow. They're trying to become their own person because it's very yeah. clearly like an older brother, little brother type yeah. thing. Like everyone knows who's the boss in town. It's NFL. Mm-hmm. But they're doing different stuff. Hey, look at me. Look at me. And some of us are like, whoa, what's going on over yeah, there? All right. Let's go. I'll watch that. We'll check it out. Yeah. Who's this? The, ba- the Dragons versus the Vipers. By the way, did you see the Vipers helmets? Yeah. I liked them. Yeah. They were sick for sure. Um, yeah. I guess back on the, the, the Dragons. Um, Anything else from the game that you you saw that was that was interesting? So, um, yes, and this is why we got to get Beer's take because he was actually at the game. The stands and the fans are looking like they're having college level fun. Mm-hmm. Where I don't know if you saw where they did like the eight stand beer snake uh, with all the cups. I didn't see that. So all these fans in one section put all their cups together and it was going up like eight. 
So it's like that type of stuff reminds me of like a college game with more of an adult feel. Mm-hmm. Like NFL is more like, you know, you can't get too rowdy. You can cheer for your team, but it's like this seems more like. Yeah. And, and I like that. And I definitely want to get his opinion because he even said it was super fun. But it's like I want to hear, you know, what was this fans like? Because I saw a lot of people in Dragon's costumes. Uh, yeah, they I saw had that too. The, um, they had the head Dragon's hats. Everyone's wearing gear there, which I, I mean, dude, you got to love it. Yeah, absolutely. It's because whatever you do, I don't care what it is, the more you get into it, the more fun it's going to be. Absolutely. And so that's that's definitely what I saw where it's like, dude, <laughs> they look like they're having a blast. Like yeah. every fan is like a Bills Mafia fan up there. Like they're yeah. going to jump on the field. I mean, dude, there was a streaker first week. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know if you saw any of crowd reactions, but it, it, it just looks like a party. Yeah. And I think we really should go on the 29th or pick another game or something. But like... It really looks like a party to me. I'm I'm down to go. I mean, it's if we get to see the dragons and it's close by and everything. I mean, that's our best chance, dude, right? He said he got his ticket for twenty six bucks. Let's be honest. Going to a sporting event nowadays, especially like in Chicago, we have like you know pretty high profile teams. You ain't going. You ain't going to any sporting event for twenty six dollars. No, no way. You're, you you might spend that on. Two beers. Yeah. <laughs> you know you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm being honest. Like three if you're lucky, but yeah. Like, yeah, like you, two or three. What are you beers? gonna get like yeah. a nine dollar hot dog? Like yeah. you could I, I don't know. And so that I think I don't know. I, I like what they got going. Yeah, for and sure. I, and I was a little worried about it last week of being a fad, but I think the football's getting a little better. Um Trustman, dude, stop throwing only bubble screens. Yeah. Didn't work on the Bears. It worked in the CFL, but it's like that was so different. Yeah, he, I mean, that, he, he needs to change his philosophy. Twenty-second play clocks. No one was able to get ready. Yeah. Um. So that that's that's all I had on the the XFL and the Dragons this week. But I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, a lot of fun. Glad that they stuck with it and um, you know overcame a pretty shitty first half. Um, made some big plays. Um, you know when when it counted, defense stepped up, got a win. One and one, undefeated at home. You know what? I, actually, one one more thing I want to add before we go into timeout and stuff. I like that it's Saturday. Yeah, I think that it's good Saturday thing because it's like you could watch it at a brunch. You could watch it when you're just out at a bar. It's like a reason to you know go out with friends. And uh, I don't know because like Sunday, you just like it feels like NFL. Mm-hmm. So it's like I I like that it's Saturday instead of Sunday. Yeah, there was a couple games on Sunday this week. I think. Like one one or two games yeah. ahead yesterday. But I, but I like like their main day. Is yeah, Saturday. the main day is Saturday for sure. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, it's something that okay, I might not go out and I'm gonna get completely rowdy just for that. But like you said, it's like oh, like let's go to a bar and watch the Dragons game and watch a little XFL and see what happens and have some fun and everything. It's yeah. a reason to get together. I was at Brick House actually. This is a funny story. So we were at Brick House and I guess they turned into an Illini bar. Okay, must be in the last week. I mean, you know, I played bocce there for the last like three years. Yeah, and I've been there a bunch too. Yeah. I've never, never known noticed you yeah. I. And what I liked is the I think it was DC Defenders and I can't think of who they were playing, but they switched that game with five minutes left mm. to the Illini game, and I heard some like oh, and I was like whoa, <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. Some people are. Upset I respect here. that. Mm. All right, let's uh, let's get into some timeout. Timeout. Where on the podcast? Oh. Okay, so this week's timeout, we are going to start with the food one because it's very similar to next week, and I think that this company did it because of last week's, and they knew that they were going to dunk on them. Okay. So Cinnabon is coming out with an ice cream. Oh, wow. 
Cinnabon ice cream. With like pieces of Cinnabon, oh. the frosting. Like I know we were talking about Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And I still think that's going to be a hot one, but this almost seems like, oh, you think you can make a cinnamon-based ice cream? <laughs> Hold my beer. Yeah. Because I so here's a funny thing. I've never had a Cinnabon. You've I've never, never I've never been to Cinnabon and had a Cinnabon. You've never but you've you've passed by them like they're in the like yeah, the yeah, airport yeah. and everything yeah. like that. And, like, I've just smell, never had you've one. Smelled them and yeah. everything. Oh, they're they're fantastic. They're delicious. And, and so even without having one, I'm hyped. Yeah. And like I feel like that's odd. Like I've never had one, but I'm like <laughs> but, I saw this and I was like, I see you. Yeah. Like I I I could have a scoop of it. I think you should. I think you should probably have a cinnabon before you have the ice cream though. Like. Not that you won't enjoy the ice cream, but you should understand what like the Cinnabon is like. I heard they're so good. Oh, they're I heard fantastic. they're like way better than any cinnamon roll you have anywhere else. Oh yeah, they're just doused in in cream the and icing, sugar and yeah, icing, oh and um, you know they're probably like fifteen hundred calories and a hundred grams of sugar, but it's fantastic. It's delicious. Um, so yeah, for the ice cream though, that's gonna be Cinnabon and Auntie Anne's. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Auntie Anne's is just a Chicago thing. I think it's worldwide. Yeah, I don't I've know. seen it before. Um, yeah. But Auntie Anne's and Cinnabon to me is like the staple foods of a mall. Yeah. Oh yeah. That Auntie Anne's. I was literally just gonna say that was always at my mall growing up. Yeah. So it's like I, I don't think you would say like, hey, after the podcast, you want to go get a, like a Auntie Anne's pretzel. But if you're strolling at a wall, like you just come out of Champs because that's where mine was in uh, Woodfield, mm-hmm. you would like stroll out of Champs and you you would you would smell it. Yeah. And you'd just be like. Yeah, I'll get a pretzel. Yeah, I'll get a pretzel. Get, let's go get a cinnamon sugar pretzel with yeah. some like apple cream cheese filling in it or Dude, it's, dipping. It's, yeah, and they have so many pretzels. And like, I, obviously, you know my take on soft pretzels. I think they're most slept on food of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like a huge soft pretzel guy. But it's like that, and like I, the cinnabon was right above it in oh, my mall. Wow. And so my parent, or my mom used to always take us, and she would be like, "You could pick." And me and my brothers were always like Auntie Anne's. Mm-hmm. And so. Man, yeah, that's like one of the main reasons I never had a Cinnabon. Slept on it for years. Well, then that brings up how long until Auntie Anne's has a ice cream that they come out with. That's funny enough. They came out with uh, three years ago. They came out with frozen pretzels. Oh, but they're only sold in. Um, is it Meyer or is it Jewel? They're like only sold in one type of grocery store. Okay, and my. Uh, my uh, aunt and uncle get them for their kids. I have two uh, young cousins. And, well, dude, they're not even young anymore. They're juniors in high school. Fuck. <laughs> um, but like they get them all the time, and they say they crush like two, three packs a week. And I was oh, like, really? I totally get it. Yeah. Pop those in the microwave, come out, and you have like a good pretzel. Oh, man. Yeah, that sounds really good. So obviously, I think we're going to have to do a taste test. But from just hearing about them both, which one do you think is going to be better? Because they're both cinnamon-based. Yeah. Um. I really like Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but like you said, I mean, just a warm, fresh Cinnabon sounds really good. I guess I'm interested to see it in ice cream form. Like, are, are, did it say, are they going to have, like, little chunks of... Yeah, okay. of cinnamon yeah, rolls. I think, I think I'm going to go Cinnabon. But yeah, taste mm-hmm. test. So I don't know. I Oh, man. Okay, I just thought of this. What I think would be really cool is if they had, like, mini Cinnabon pieces. Like, so it's not, like, just a piece of a Cinnabon, but it looks like a mini Cinnabon. Oh, yeah. Like, just like a... You know, like a Lucky Charms marshmallow size, but it's a mini Cinnabon. But it's Cinnabon. Yeah, that would be really good. Are, are, I don't know so, if that's it, okay. but I'm just saying like, that's what I'm thinking that it is. But because they said they have pieces of Cinnabon, but I don't know if it's like little mini shapes or yeah, something. But yeah, but if that is that, oh Ooh. my God. Or if it's like 
they've got like the Ben and Jerry's where it's like the core. You can get like a cookie core or something like that. Oh, I know like what you're that. talking about. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if they would have the Cinnabon core. So it's like literally like here's a Cinnabon, but with a bunch of ice cream on it because that would be mm-hmm. delicious too. Before we get on to AB talk, because <laughs> I don't know if you heard what happened, but we got to get into it. Um, what is your favorite flavor of ice cream? This is um, not even for the podcast. This is just strictly for my own, like I want to know. Um, I really <laughs> enjoy, I mean... Straight chocolate is always good, but I think probably my favorite, um, like a chocolate chip cookie dough is really good with chunks of cookie dough. So that's why I'm interested in like the the chunks that we're talking about with Cinnabon and everything. Um, yeah, that's probably my favorite. I'm a Oreo or Kit Kat. Ooh, yeah. I like both Oreo's of those a lot. Oreo's good for sure. Oreo Blizzard oh is like the god. best Blizzard. Dude, we were, oh my god, who was, who was talking about that? Oh, no. I don't even know who was talking about that. Someone was actually just talking about like that they used to always go to the Dairy Queen in their town because it always had um, buy one, get one every Wednesday. And they said like him and his dad used to always go and get one would get an Oreo and one would get like some brownie one and they would split it. And I was like, dude, a blizzard is something that I haven't had in a really long time, but it's like, I know that it's still good. Oh yeah, for sure. I haven't had one in years either. Now I'm kind of craving one. The only Dairy Queen I know is on Lincoln. I don't even know on Lincoln where it, Lincoln, what? It's like all the way down by Oz Park, where oh, the okay. uh, oh yeah Tin Man statue is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, what it am might I close? What am I? See, I was just gonna say, I don't know if it's closed. I was always an Annette's guy, the like sixty-eight year old woman that just makes homemade ice cream. Oh, over thing. by the the uh, Brown Line stop, yep. right there. Because yeah. I used to live right over there. Oh yeah, so I always go over several there. times too. Oh, it's so good, really good. Um, let's get into AB talk. Um, okay, I did not hear what he did, so you have to give me a rundown. So AB reached out. To, so you know how he's feuding with Logan Paul? Yes. Like how he, yeah, that's Logan Paul let. just made the diss track last week. Yep. Um, I think it's like, what was it called? Like a whole lot of money going broke or like whatever, Mr. Broke. Mm-hmm. Um, so AB, by the way, is suing Logan Paul still because of that fan thing, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um. He and he is suing him for slander, so this is even better. Okay. So now, while he has this lawsuit out for Logan Paul slandering him during a diss track, <laughs> his diss track on Logan Paul leaked. Oh man, I I I called or somebody said no. It was your lock gonna, of the week. That was my lock. Yeah, that was my lock of like the year. Yeah, yeah. And so this is hilarious. Like you suing someone for slander for a diss track, and then yours leaks because <laughs> that's really funny. So he reached out to another YouTuber. I know it. His name is Rice Gum. I personally haven't heard of him. I know I looked him up after I I after like the song with AB was coming out. Um, I guess he's known as like Disc God. Um, he's not like a really good rapper, but he's like known for always like doing diss tracks against other YouTubers. Okay. I think is that what they're called YouTubers? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube like other perso- YouTube YouTube personalities. Yeah. Like yeah, other yeah. YouTube people. Yeah. And so he's done them against like a bunch of people that I haven't heard of. But um, I listened to a couple and they're like they're funny. Yeah, they're funny. He's got it down to a science, almost. But I guess he's like known it. for this. Like okay. he's, he got famous for being like disc god. Yeah. And so I guess people have like used him to like get on, like get on diss tracks to like help him write it. And so it's so funny to me that AB, a grown man, went to like a twenty-something-year-old. He's like a, he's like an like an Asian YouTuber. Yeah. Lives in California and he just makes diss tracks. So he went to him to diss Logan Paul. <laughs> Help me diss Logan Paul. So I looked as it if up. there's not enough like content to diss Logan Paul on out there. Like there's already so much like Logan Paul hate and everything like that. 
Dude, I I'm mean, a, I guess after hearing his first song, he probably realized, like, yeah, it was pretty shitty. I need some help, but I don't know. I, I'm going to be honest, though. Like, how weak is it that you need a ghostwriter for a diss track? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I, I agree. Mean? Like, like, he's got some, I mean, like, I don't know much about Logan Paul, but even I know, like, oh, just make a joke about him, you know, with the dead guy thing and whatever else that he did with that. But like, it's like, dude, if on. you, that, like, defeats the whole purpose. Of getting a ghostwriter? Like, yeah. If you want to diss someone, it's supposed to be like you came up with it, you went on the beat, like you you made the bars, and it's like you came at this person. Yeah. If you're going at someone to like hop on your track and like ghost write your verse, like, but then it's <laughs> yeah. like not even you doing the diss track. Yeah. He is a football player though, so. No, I get, I get that, but it's like if you want to come at someone, it's like, yeah. like Logan Paul's not a rapper. Yeah. Like he made his own, and like, dude, I was reading some of it, and people were like, oh man, like the song's pretty decent for Logan Paul, like, yeah. The guy's not a rapper. Yeah. He's not like Kendrick Lamar. He's not like, you know, Kanye. He's not like Drake. So it's like, I don't know what you thought he was going to come at. Like, yeah. his diss track's obviously not going to be like back to back, like by Drake, he's like going in at Meek Mill. Yeah. But that's what I think is so funny that he sued him for slander for a diss track. And then now he's coming out with one. Yeah. It's, it's really like he's losing his mind. Yeah. And I know oh, you've yeah. been talking about it, but this is like crazy to me. Like, how do you sue someone and then do what you're suing them for yeah and like this yeah that well that this is a perfect opportunity logan paul if you're listening uh what you do right now you counter sue always anytime you get sued by somebody the first thing you do is counter sue put the pressure put them back on their heels because they're not ready for that they're coming at you on the on the offense and then you sneak behind them like wait i got you You flank them you flank them exactly so i like uh, it so counter sue is is a great great response um which i really like um but yeah, it's it's funny too because I mean, AB's like a he's a well known personality. He's like a public figure. Like technically, you can say like, and I think there's a lot more lax rules for public figures than there is for like normal people like mm-hmm. you and I when it comes to slander. But hey, there's some lawyer out there who's like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. So I, I just, I mean, dude, AB, come on the podcast, spit your case. If you want to spit some bars, yes, we'll play we'll play a little beat in the background. Whatever you want to do, we'll we'll let you rap. We'll get it all set up. Yeah, that would be lovely. Yeah, but I mean, just if anyone out there, if you're gonna do a diss track, don't don't use a ghostwriter. Yeah, <laughs> maybe get a, like somebody to help you with the beats or with the recording or something like that. But the writing part, that's the yeah. part that you should definitely own yourself. And it's, dude, last thing, and then we'll get off it, but (laughs) it's like you said, like, Logan Paul's very, very much out there. Yeah. He's, like, in the media eye all the time. So it's not like he's just, like, one of you or or me or you, where it's, like, you're going to have to, like, ask our very close friends to, like, see deep stuff. It's like, no, his mess-ups have been on live TV yeah. Been like covered on the news. Yeah, it's like, really say, not just, that crazy. Just Google it, and you'll probably have like thirty news articles of stupid shit that he's done that you can make fun of him for. Like it writes itself. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're actually gonna stick on this is our last one, and then we're gonna stick. We're gonna stick on Logan Paul, but it's his friend Mike something. So I, I hinted at the story I think a couple weeks ago. So Logan Paul in one of his vlogs. He surprised his best friend, who's like this 35-year-old guy, um, who's very clearly leeching off Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Well, that's for another thing. So for his birthday, he surprised him with his famous or favorite adult actress, uh, Lana Rhodes. Or Lana Rhodes. Okay. I don't know yep. how to pronounce it. L-A-N-A. Lana. Yeah. Lana. Yeah. yeah. So Lana Rhodes. I personally have not seen this woman. Um, I looked her up after. Okay. Um. 
Yeah. She yeah, she's what you think. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he surprised her with her and so they like went out uh to dinner, they started talking, and then it started actually getting like into a relationship. Oh wow. Okay. And so <laughs> and so this guy goes to New York and cheats on her. The Logan does? Uh his friend Mike. His friend so Mike. So his friend Mike cheated on Lana. Okay. And so here's where it becomes my favorite part. He is doing the spin zone where it wasn't his fault, but it was the girl's fault. And I love that. I like, dude, you're a joke in my opinion. It's like, dude, sometimes you got to own up to your mess yeah. up. But it's like. Like he's saying it's it's Lana's fault? No, no. He, the girl that he cheated oh. on. Oh. It's, it's her fault. <laughs> it's her fault. <laughs> and so he told the story. And let me tell you the story. So he was in New York. This is even, this is, remember, he said it's her fault. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So he was in New York where I guess it's a girl from Dr. Phil. That's who he cheated on her with. Okay. And so this girl from Dr. Phil, he DMs her, hey, come through. We're at some bar or okay. club. Yeah. Um, she gets there. She's, I guess, wearing a ridiculous outfit so they won't let her in. So he's like, okay, like, wait until we're done and then we'll see. And so he comes out and he's like, yo, come to the next bar. Still. Her, her, her fault. fault. Her fault. Yeah. yeah. It's her fault. Totally. Um, so they're like at the next bar and then he leaves and then she's like, oh, where are we going? He's like, oh, you should come back to my place again. Yeah. Her fault. Her fault. Her fault. Yeah. And then he said that he got there um, and then she gave him a blowjob once again. Her fault. Yeah. And so this goes in a perfect category of Mr. Relatable. Yeah. Like how uh, I forgot that Aubrey Marcus that was like, oh, man, I'm just I'm just having sex with so many models yeah. that like I got to take a break. Yeah. It's like. Dude, this is another Mr. Relatable. Like, oh, boo-hoo, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 Mike, I bet it's so hard. Oh, my God, I bet it's so hard being you, right? But it's her fault. I love it. I, I love that he said it's her fault. That's, well, the, yeah, the amount of hubris to be able to, like, double and triple down on on all of that is uh, is pretty remarkable, especially when he's got Lana, you know, the the. Have the you seen what she woman. looks like? Uh, yeah, I've seen her before. Not. The best. Oh, I mean, she's decent looking. She looks like, and no, no disrespect, but she looks like she got. She went to the doctor and left with a new shape. If you catch my. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, she's. I don't think she was born like that. Sure, sure. Maybe it's prosthetics. Maybe. Yeah. Um. um TBD. Which I don't. I don't think that means like you should be cheated on no, or whatever. No, but like, definitely not. Um, <laughs> so. She went on a Twitter rampage about him. Oh man. And the best one I saw was. When a 10 gives a three a chance and he fucks up in the first month. Love it. Oh, man. Love it. Wow. I think it's genius. That is really good. So to get him back, though, to get him back, Logan Paul went to her house and was like, hey, we got to pull a prank on him when he comes over to apologize. I guess she's fine with it. Whatever. I don't know. And so I guess she's always made a joke about that she finds his Mike's like videographer good looking. And okay. So what they did is they dressed her up in lingerie, got the guy naked, put up a, like a bunch of like used condoms and quotation marks on on like the floor and stuff. And so when he came over to apologize, she's like, "Oh, just come in," and walked in. It's just them two in the bed, oh, and that man. that was pretty funny. But yeah. it was hilarious because he's getting so mad, and it's like, "Dude, Dude you just cheated on <laughs> this it," is which is fault. hilarious. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, the girl's fault. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's yeah. Yeah. Not no. your fault. Yeah. It's not his fault. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. No. Because you, you know how it goes. The old um, if you DM someone and then you tell them to come over, it's like it was their their idea. Yeah. It was. It, yeah. It's like Inception. It's yeah. like Yeah. You were. 
Yeah, it's your idea. It's your idea. So in that case, yeah. So he was getting all mad, and then Logan like popped out, and they were like, "Oh, freaking out!" But I guess they're like dating again. But like, dude, who do you think you are to pull the it? It was her fault card. I love that, but it's like you're an idiot. It's like the George Costanza. It's not you. It's me. But like reverse of that, you know, when somebody's break, <laughs> when somebody's breaking up with you, like it's yeah. not you, it's me. You can't use that. I invented that routine, you know, yeah. you know. But but the other way, it's not me, it's her. So that's, I mean, like, I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, this guy, I just love that take. Like you get caught, it's 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 like uh, the Shaggy defense. Oh, it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but we have you on camera. Nah, that's nah, not me. Nah, nah. nah, that's not me. It was her <laughs> fault. It was her fault. See it in the DMs. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't me. No, it wasn't me. Is that my Instagram? <laughs> yeah, isn't this your handle? Mm, doesn't look right. Uh, that, it's they, like got the, um, they got hacked. It's like the Bugs Bunny thing with um, Elmer Fudd. Like when he's like, have you seen a wabbit around here? And he's like, and Bugs Bunny's like, ears like this, tail like this, <laughs> mouth like this. And he's like, yeah, he's like, nah, I've never nah, seen him. Nah. Like that's what it's like to me. So this guy's an idiot. Yeah. What do you think about it? Yeah. Um, bold, bold strategy. Um, I, I feel like, where did I first learn that from? Like uh, um, Jersey Shore. One of the guys on Jersey Shore would always say, deny, deny, deny. Whenever, like, oh, you get accused for something. Like, oh, I was making out with this girl at the club. Like, just deny, deny, deny. Like, yeah. this, that, to the nth degree. So, guy's an idiot. Um, Lana, you're too good for him. The f- Probably. I, I, I just, don't know. <laughs> it's just the take that it was her fault. And he, like, really stuck to that. Yeah. Deny, like, deny, deny. And, like, Logan Paul was like, yeah, well, she was, like, waiting out of the club. It's like, because he invited her. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Like, yeah, was it a little bit, you know, maybe like, oh, unfortunate. She's like, well, I guess I'm waiting for this guy and everything like that. And she waited. But yeah, but he invited her. And then he said, let's go to another bar. And it's like, you're not just going to like, <laughs> gonna ditch like, that. Yeah. Like, what, what are you like? Do you not think people are normal? Like people don't have brains like. And you said she's on Dr. Phil. Maybe they. She was on Dr. Phil. Oh, so she was clearly using him for clout. She was like going after Lana on Twitter and was like, you got your man stolen by a girl that was on Dr. Phil. Oh, okay. And now she's like going on like other podcasts and like, dude, I don't even know your name, but like, come on our podcast. Yeah, we'll have you around here. Defend yeah, for it. Sure. Um, that would be a great Dr. Phil episode, though. Get all 100%. three of them together together in the room. Have have Logan Paul there just making jokes as well. Uh, let's see what uh, Dr. Phil's got to say about all of this. Yeah. And then even the best part was after it, he's like, well, technically we weren't official. And it's like, oh, I love that move. Ooh. That's a good move. That, that, I'm sure that will make her happy. Triple down. And then he said, like, well, like we had the talk. And he's like, so the guys were like, oh, are you dating? And he's like, well, maybe she would consider it, but I wouldn't. And then like in the vlog later, she's there and she's like pushing him like, oh, oh I'm your girlfriend. But you're oh, like, I, I liked that. She was standing up for herself. That was kind of funny. But that guy's just like. I don't. I don't hate the guy. He seems like a normal, weird dude. He's just clearly leeching off of Logan Paul. It's so funny. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that was pretty insane. So let's get. No, no. We're not going to do the Taboo Tuesday because we're going to do the Taboo Tuesday when everyone's back. Yeah. Okay. But that's a good one. Um. So we are going to do a rank this week. So, I think. I think we've brought it up a good amount of times. Me and Nick are definitely probably the most like into going to shows and concerts. Um. Out of the four of us. And so we decided that a really good rank would be because we're, we're about to have some shows come up. We're supposed to have some, we're going to have some festivals. It's almost festival season upon us. Yes. So we are going to list the top four people or acts or whatever bands yep. that we're most excited to see this upcoming summer. Yeah. Or right. season. Yeah. Uh, Nick, start us off. Okay. Uh, number four, I've got uh, the band The National. Uh, if you're familiar with them, uh, they um, are doing this. Um, 
festival down in Cincinnati where they're from called uh, Homecoming Festival, and they're headlining it two mm-hmm. nights uh, in May. Uh, they're playing their album High Violet, which came out 10 years ago, so it's the 10-year anniversary of it. They're playing that in full one night along with other songs and then playing another night, and then there's a bunch of other acts too. So I'm excited to see The National. I'm excited to see that album uh, played front to back live. Uh, anytime that you get to see that, it's a pretty cool thing. Um, it doesn't happen very often. Uh, I saw, I think, out of all the shows I've been to, you know, over 200 probably in the last five years or so, there's only one time where I've seen uh, a show where they actually played like uh, an album from front to back live in a show setting. So, which one? Because we've been together with each other at one. Which, what was that? At U2. Oh, yeah. I forgot about U2. Okay. Yeah. So we saw U2, Joshua Tree at Bonnaroo you, yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah, they played the entire yeah, Joshua Tree. They played Joshua Which, Tree. Such a sick show. Yeah, that was such fantastic. Yeah, show. that. And then one time I saw Pearl Jam play mm-hmm. uh, the album Yields, which is my favorite album there, as they played that front to back. And they've only ever done that, like, that was only the second time they've ever done that, and they haven't done it since. So okay. it's like, anytime you get to see that, it's pretty cool. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, number three, um, this is, so this isn't official yet, but it's going to happen. There's going to be a Pearl Jam show in Chicago at some some point yeah, this probably year. Probably at Wrigley. Yeah, it hasn't been. It, nothing at Wrigley has been announced yet. Lala, they haven't announced who's going to be playing, but it's pretty likely. Or if neither of those happen, then they'll probably play at the United Center. But regardless, that's my top because I love Pearl Jam. I've seen them like eight or nine times now. So. I feel like you're a Pixies fan as well. Uh, I've listened to the Pixies, but I'm not like a huge fan. Wow. Yeah. I would. I would. I don't know. You just strike me as a Pixies guy. Yeah. I mean, I know a couple of their songs, but no, not like All big right. into them or anything like that. No. So um, wherever Pearl Jam's playing this year in Chicago, that's my number three. So that's still TBD yet, though. Um, they've got a new album coming out in March, too. So that's exciting. Um, number two, uh, just got these tickets the other day, Rage Against the Machine at the United Center in <laughs> May. Yeah. All right, I'm going to change one of mine then. That was on it. That was on it? Yeah. yeah. We can both be excited for that. You're going too. Nice. I'll do a four. No, I'm, I'm they're headlining Coachella. Oh, yeah. That's right. Coachella. Forget yeah. about that. I'm going to do a four A and B then. Okay. Okay. okay that's fine. Uh, but yeah, uh, Rage is going to be great. Um, Tom Morello, one of the best guitarists of all time, uh, in my opinion. Just super unique. Um, obviously, I've never seen them before. They've been disbanded on hiatus seven for years. seven years. And you know, even before that, I wasn't going to shows very often. So that's going to be fantastic. And then my number... Uh, re- real quick on yeah. that, because I, w- I wanted to bring up something because I thought you would find this funny. Sure. So one of the guys I'm going to with Coachella with, all he knows is Bulls on Parade. Okay. And he, and he asked me, he said, would you... He said, would you be mad if they played that song for like the last 20 minutes of the show? And I thought about it. I was like, would I be mad? No. No. I was like, would I love it? I probably wouldn't love it, but I have a feeling like that is a different thing when I'm in the crowd. Yeah. Like if I was in the crowd, I had a couple of Heinekens or something, and then it just like Bulls on Parade plays, and you're like, ooh, that's good. And then it starts up again, and you're like, ooh, <laughs> ooh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So that, that was a funny thing, because like, obviously they're not going to do that. But yeah. I was like, that's a unique take, because I would like never think of that. Like yeah. Seven years off, 20 minutes of their set is... Is one just song? bulls on parade. Yeah, I mean that's a great song. I was so, gonna say great song. Yeah, I, I wouldn't hate it at all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my number two, and then number one, uh, Tame Impala's headlining Bonnaroo this year. They're headlining on Sunday, Sunday night. So it's a great way to cap the weekend. Their new album just dropped uh, 
on Friday. I don't know if you've listened to it, if you're into Tame Impala at all. Um, the new album's really good. It's a little bit different from the previous album, Currents. It's a little bit less dancing, a little bit more rock, which is kind of similar to their older albums. But regardless, um, I saw them at Lala this past year, and it was fantastic. So excited to see them again. Super upbeat, awesome, psychedelic rock show. I think you would have loved their Coachella set because they brought off the drones again. I don't know if you've ever seen them do that at like Coachella on like a video. No. Because um, HP actually sponsors Coachella. Okay. And so for a couple of acts, they do like drones. They oh, do like wow. 100 or 200 drones go and in the air like, and they like make stuff. Yeah. And so they did that that year for, um, what they do? They did that for Odessa. They made like the Odessa logo and then they went into like, um, like a couple other things. But they started doing that for mm-hmm. Tame. Oh, yeah. and they started flying in like a flying V formation through all the lights and they were like coming back and it was supposed to be like fighter jets. Okay. And so that was really cool. Like I'm not the biggest Tame fan. I really liked their Pitchfork show. Uh, last year at Coachella, I only saw a little bit. I only watched like the first half hour because then uh, I'm a huge Kid Cudi fan. Oh, okay. And uh, now that his new albums kind of suck, he's not touring as much. Yeah. So he was playing at my favorite stage there. So I, I went over and watched that. But the, anytime they bring out the drones and they got like these balloon lights and like Tame's, Tame's light show is incredible. So it's like, I, I, it's just cool. Yeah, it is really cool. Yeah, their light show, uh, I was really, I knew it was going to be good when I saw them at Lala this past year, but was really blown away by how intense they went with it. So I'm excited to see kind of what the new stuff they've got going on for the new was album it, as well. Who was also the headliners that day? Um, that wasn't the Strokes night. Where? Uh, at Lala. At Lala? Um, no, it was... Um, because I'm trying to think of who I saw. Somebody was rapping. Um, what day? They'll help me. Uh, Friday. So Friday was... Who did I see? No, I saw the Strokes Thursday. Yeah. Strokes for Thursday. Who did I see Friday? Or maybe it was Ariana Grande. Was she playing Friday? Ariana was Saturday. Okay. Then it was... Um, it wasn't Kendrick. Because um, I saw Flume over Ariana. Okay. Oh, no, that was Sunday, actually. Shit. Then it wasn't... Um, was no. it Gambino? Yeah, it was Gambino. That's what it okay. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, which I'd seen Gambino at um, Rue the, the year before, um, last year. So. The show's going downhill. Yeah. A little too up, up for Up for interpretation. Have, have you seen like his, where he's real preachy? Um, he wasn't too bad when we saw him, but. No. So, w- this, before I get to my list, the, um, I saw him right after Because the Internet came out, and I love that album. I mm-hmm. think it's great. Um, and he was on the main stage of, he was at the Bud Light stage of Lala, and all he had on there was one black couch. And his, like, buddy's mom came out and, like, sat there and, like, watched him perform, and that was an incredible show. Hmm. But that was, like, when he was up and coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, his last two shows that I've seen, his Coachella set was, I, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, it was, like, unwatchable. Really? It's because it's the first night. There's a two-hour time difference, so it's like one thirty there, but it's 3.30 Chicago time, and like we get there that day, Yeah. and he went on like a 35-minute rant, Oh really? and it's just like, I'm exhausted, like I need you to play a song, Yeah. Um, which was really weird, though, because he went into World Star and then went into it, and like, World Star's a banger, Yeah. so it's like, you can't pipe me up, or like hump <laughs> me up, and then like... Not deliver. Yeah, so that was a little strange, but he didn't have the same amount of time at Lala, and so he played a much better set, which I which I appreciated. Okay. Uh, he's still great. Yeah. I think he, what do he say? He's got one more album, then we'll see. Yeah. Um, so my rank this year, um, the only tickets I really have right now is Coachella. Um, Atmosphere was on the list, but I already saw him, and I've seen him 14 times, so it's not 
that fun. Yeah. So this one is going to be my Coachella lineup. So my number four right now is Flume. Flume. I love Flume. I've seen Flume a bunch, but he has been getting really weird. Like he was... Say at Lala last year, wasn't he like breaking TVs and shit with a sledgehammer? And then at uh, Burning Man, he was doing something to his girlfriend. Yeah, which is weird that he did a show at Burning Man. Um, I don't know how that got organized or anything like that. I guess probably just with one of the art cards or something like that. But yeah, because the Burning Man, there's no, it's not like a music festival. There's no like organized shows or anything like that. So I guess I'm surprised that he played a show there. But the most excited part I am is, so his time slot is going to be, he's at the main stage at like 7.30. So it's one of those shows that starts with it being light out, but closes it being pitch black. Yeah, sunset show. I love show. that. Yeah. And because oh, on yeah. the main stage right behind is all the mountains. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that that's going to be one that they pull out the drones this year. Nice. Um, and then he's also partnering with HP this year. So he's going to do all the HP things. They have this a uh, tent called the Arctic, and it's basically like a laser light show. You like lay on these beanie, uh, bean bags, and you look at the ceiling, and there's like a thing with like an artist there. Last year was Rufus Del Sol, the year before that was Odessa, and it's like really cool. Nice. So he's partnering with that, so I'm excited. That's sweet. Um, number three is going to be Brockhampton. Nice. Love Brockhampton. World's greatest boy band. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, I love them. Um, I've seen them a bunch, but I haven't seen them perform Ginger, and I think that album's... I mean, the the way they p- keep putting out music and keep putting out music continuously, it's like hard to keep putting out really good albums, but mm-hmm. they keep doing it. Uh, they had one hiccup or whatever, so I'm I'm excited to see them. It's going to be weird that it's going to be like slower pace because of how Ginger's played, but it's like mm-hmm. I'm still very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is the most surprise person I saw on the lineup, which was Disclosure. Mm. I love Disclosure. I've only seen them once, and... Uh, they haven't come out with anything new lately, have they? I, not that I know of. Yeah, Maybe so, they're going to drop something. So that's why something. it was weird that they got added to the lineup. I just like, I didn't, like, of all the people that me and my buddies were talking about, like, ooh, I hope this person's here. Like, I never even thought of Disclosure, but I saw the name and I was like, whoa, that's oh, cool. Yeah, that'll be sweet. They haven't mm-hmm. put out any music. Yeah. So... Maybe they're putting out an album that we don't know about. They're just drumming up hype and But the last fun. time I saw them, I was 19. Oh, wow. So that was seven years ago. That's wild. Think of, oh, shit, that was seven years ago. Oh, my God. That <laughs> was like when like Latch was a big song, mm-hmm. like with Sam Smith, like before yep. Sam Smith blew up. So like I'm really excited to see them. Um, they haven't put out where like their stages, but I think that's going to be a cool show. For sure. Uh, and the number one is going to be Frank Ocean. Yep. Saw it coming. I, that's i mean i love frank yeah. he barely tours I say he never what what is it with i don't know i obviously am familiar with his music but i don't know much about him as like an artist is there a particular reason why he doesn't tour very much i don't know i have no idea yeah. i don't know if he just doesn't like it um i mean the one time he was supposed to play hang up or hang out he uh he he canceled um i saw him for 30 minutes at Lollapalooza my very first year when i was 18 but i didn't even know who he was yeah um so i'm super excited i i think blonde is one of the greatest albums um definitely i mean dude ultra nostalgia her nostalgia ultra is unreal of a mixtape obviously channel orange mm-hmm. and so i'm this has just got me hyped because i don't know when i'm ever gonna have a chance to see him again sure and then my four going back to my four a or b uh rage against the machine yeah mm. I really do like them. I wouldn't say I'm like a huge fan, but like anytime a song's played by them, you know, you like, I was trying to explain it to Steve where I was like, it's like one of the bands that you might not know the name of the song, but if you hear it, 
Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, you would hear it and be like, this song's a banger. Yeah. Like, if you didn't know Bulls on Parade, like, if you didn't know that song, mm-hmm. if that song plays, you would, I guarantee you would hear it. Yeah. You'd hear the intro and you'd kind of be like, oh, yeah, I think I kind of know this. And then it goes into the wow, 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 wow. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It was like, uh, we were, um, I forgot who came with us to the Strokes last year and was, like, asking us about, like, songs. And we were like... I don't know, but like, I think you'll know a lot of them. And she was like, I don't think so. And then like half the song, she's like, oh, yeah. this is them. And, and it's like, like Reptilia plays. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah I know. It's this like, is like last night. Like, oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah. It like, just keeps going. It's like a couple yeah. of songs that's like, you might not know them, but it's like, they've they've been yeah. on the radio. Oh, they're yeah. like on like a greatest hit. So it's like, that's really good. So I'm, I'm super pumped for shows. I mean, it's almost festival season. It's nice. It's exciting. Um, it's a sign of the summer, which is awesome. It's good to be outside for extended periods of time, listening to music, um, drinking beers, hanging out with friends and everything. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Ooh, let me get your opinion on this. So for Coachella, how it's completely in the desert. Mm-hmm. So it's really hot during the day, super cold at night. Yep. And I was always like, dude, I hate like bringing in, like carrying stuff around. Are you a backpack guy, right? Yeah, I, I have a camelback, yeah, that I I, and say, I don't usually okay. bring one or two other things. Yeah, but. so I, I I get that. I've, like, never liked doing that. I've never liked, like, holding stuff, like, tying it around my waist. So I bought this hoodie. It's called Hero Hoodie. Not a sponsor, but if you'd like to, hey, we'll yo. take it. Um, so it's a hoodie that you take it off, and it, like, folds inside itself and becomes a drawstring. Oh, nice. That's really nice. So I'm going to do that because then it's like during the day, I can have the drawstring. And mm-hmm. then as soon as it gets cold, instead of having to go back to the campsite, which that's like the laziest thing ever. Our campsite was a three minute walk last time. So oh, it's like, wow. I know it's lazy, but it's like, eh, you know, sometimes you you're trip. like, yeah, it's like, dude, there's a show coming on. And you're like, but I'm freezing. And then you're like, there you go. Yeah. Pull it on. So I'm, I'm pumped for that. I think that's my favorite nice. gadget that I got. Dude, only I, 30 bucks. That's, that's really good. I'm, I'm in on that. I'm in on, I've slowly acquired random stuff from going to music festivals over the last several years. And I'm all about like, yep, I've got a camelback. I'm bringing my flannel in for when it gets chilly out. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, got, um, I got one of those inflatable couches that you catch the wind with and you can chill there. I've got these little <laughs> chairs that like fold up to like yay big, you know, mm-hmm. like a foot long or something like that, like a big hot dog, essentially. I'm bringing in that stuff. I'm going to be comfortable even if I have to carry it around a little bit. I'd like, I'm going to be comfortable because I'm the old guy or older compared to like most of the crowd at a lot of these festivals. Dude, so. the, mo- the more and more I keep going to these things, the further I get back in the crowd, depending yeah. on the person. Yeah. Like if it's someone I really like don't love like Frank Ocean, I'm gonna be up there, but like for like Beyonce, I was just like we were kind of like halfway, but we had like a good amount of space, and like I just posted up. Oh yeah, just especially because like at least I've heard at Coachella that they have really good sound quality and, and visuals Super from good. from far away and everything, and they have decent at Bonnaroo. It's getting better. It's not great, but it's at least at the main stage, it's pretty good. And yeah, if if you're at a good a good show where it's like eh, I don't really care, but you can still see and hear everything, and you have mm-hmm. the space, it's so nice. And like that's one of those things. Like I'm getting older, but I realize why the old people do this because I prefer. Space space to getting fucking elbowed by this drunk 20 year old yeah uh, especially a lot of that crowd is the worst the only thing that i have to say bad about coachella is i i said i've always said that it's the only festival that i would recommend to anyone but the uh <coughs> they don't let you walk around with a drink you have to be in a beer garden really so that that kind of stinks that's the only thing that yeah sucks wow I they have like they have that. like a bunch of speakers in there and like screens but it's yeah, there's something about being in the crowd. I know it's like a 
not the biggest thing, but it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, I mean, live music is a communal activity. It's meant to be shared and spread and enjoyed with all the people around mm-hmm. you as well as the artists. So, yeah, if you're not in the crowd, you kind of lose that a little mm-hmm. bit. So Yeah. All right. Well, this was, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this podcast. Um, so we, we might do a second one that's to be determined. Otherwise, we'll have the full gang back. T- <laughs> Who am I kidding? Secret Dragon might be <laughs> yeah. somewhere else next week. Jam, I can't even promise. TBD. There's like a reason he will never let us FaceTime him. It's only like calls or texts. Yeah. But um, thank you guys very much for listening. And coming up, I'm going to start doing this. I'm going to start doing coming up episodes that we got with like special guests. Okay, nice. So we have two DJs from... A lot of us are fremd people, so we have DJ Freddie Van coming on with DJ Swayboy. They have a big show coming up on March 6th at some 51. Tickets are still available, I believe. Um, I would highly recommend go seeing them. They're also going to come on to talk about you know, what they got going on in the music, what they're doing for shows. Um, I think it would be a really interesting uh, thing. And then we have another one called Eastman. It's a, a band out of Old Town. Nice. So it's actually out of Old Town, so it's pretty close. They're dropping their first ever EP. Wow. And uh, that's dropping on Spotify, iTunes, I believe everywhere on Wednesday the 19th. So I would definitely check them out. And then they'll be on as well, and we're going to just... We're going to keep up with this music talk for the next couple of weeks, so get ready for that. Thank you guys very much for listening, and have a good one. Bye.